Hello, this is... Where am I going with this? I don't know. I don't Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. I felt like I was answering the phone there. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, this is Making a Podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. So that was an awkward introduction. As... <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> good. That's good. That's all that matters. Well, you've asked the question, am I okay? But that's the biggest question in the world, isn't it? Yeah, true. true. But how are you? I'm tired. Mm. I'm very tired. Um, I was at Paramore last night. Yes. And I'm wrecked. Mm. I'm emotionally and physically drained. Um, I can't remember what time I went to bed at. Maybe 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, I went out for a few drinks after and... Then I woke up at 7am because my mom's on holidays, so I am the housewife. And my mom, who usually gets up at 7 o'clock in the morning, has gotten my dog into a routine of wanting his breakfast at 7 o'clock every morning. So I got woken up by him asking for breakfast. So I'm just exhausted. How are you? I'm good. I was also at Paramore. (laughs) It was a surprise kind of thing. It was really weird. Uh, yeah, because I didn't know you were gone. I wasn't, but here I'll tell you the story. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I was at work, and then my phone rings, and my it was my friend Robin, but she she hates talking on the phone. She so she never calls me. Yeah. I was like, why is she calling me? She probably just sat on her phone or whatever. <laughs> and I just ended the. I just like didn't. I just rejected the call, and she's like, and she literally texted me, "Evan, answer your fucking phone." And I was like, "I'm at work. What do you want?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's like. She's like, uh, want to go Paramore tonight? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Let's go. So she is a supervisor in one of like the tr- private bars in Tree Arena. Oh. So she got free tickets. Oh. And we got to go up to the Kaleidoscope Bar, which is like a private bar. And yeah. we were up there before the show. And then after the show, had a few drinks, getting fed drinks, basically. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So I was very tired waking up this morning and going to work. So yeah, I'm so glad I had the day off. And you was going to Paramore, so I booked off yesterday and I booked mm. off today. Yeah, because I knew your girl would need it. Yeah, um, I had a ball. I cried so much. You cried. I cried like seven times, eight times. Mm. I cried at the support band because there was a couple and they were really cute, and I was just mad overwhelmed. And then. Second time I cried when the confetti cannon went off at the start of Paramore. Do you remember, yeah. Like, remember the first confetti cannon? Because it reminded me of when I used to go see Paramore with my cousin Jody. Um, and I just remember like being like mad deep in the crowd and being a little like 14 year old and like just oh, I just got so many like floods back of like nostalgia nostalgia and then like the second song they played was my favorite song is playing god oh yeah that's a brilliant song legit the second song they played and i just lost my shit and i just wasn't saying it. yeah no it was it was really fun i really enjoyed it oh it was amazing uh, genuinely it's been the, it was the best concert i've been to in a long time that's a good time that is a good time so now we are on to pop news. Okay, so we have to start off with something a little bit somber. Okay. Then we'll move on to the 
fun stuff in inverted commas. I, people can't see my hand. Why am I doing that? <laughs> you said inverted commas. Inverted commas, anyway. So we all know the songs Reach for the Stars, Don't Stop Moving, Escla Party. Just weeks after announcing their reunion tour, sadly, Paul Catermal from S Club 7 has died at the age of 46. Mm-hmm. And people were so upset. Yeah. This, that hit a lot of people from what I saw. It did. Um, a lot of people were very, very, very sad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's bittersweet. Like, well, it's not sweet at all. It's just mm-hmm. bitter, I suppose. But, um, yeah, like they literally just had the tour planned and, you know, all the people that were so excited to go see them after so many years. And then this happens and it's just kind of put a spanner in the works and it, it's sad, but. You know, uh, who knows what's gonna happen with that tour? Do you think they go ahead? I don't know. They might because they he might like if if they feel like he would rather them just do it. Yeah, they might just like go ahead with it and then pay tribute to him at every show. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, who knows? I mean, uh, we'll have to see. I guess. Yeah. So moving on. So uh, Nike have partnered with trans activist Dylan Mulvaney um, and uh, someone who's not very happy about this is Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, Um, she's a better bitch. (laughs) So Caitlyn Jenner slammed the Nike for the partnership uh, with the trans activist saying it is a shame. It is a shame to see such an iconic American company go so woke. We can be inclusive, but not at the expense of a mass majority of the mass majority of people. And have some decency while being inclusive. This is an outrage. Caitlyn Jenner will always confuse the life out of me. Constantly. How are you a transphobic trans person? Yeah. Make it make sense. Choose one. Yeah. Like, be trans or be transphobic. But no, I'm not saying you can't be both because obviously she is. Yeah. But it's like something doesn't sit right with me about Caitlin because how are you like, you know, after going through like your whole life as the wrong identity and then finally transitioning and being like, this is me, I am Caitlin, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And then when somebody else is doing the same thing, possibly at a younger age, well, like, no, not possibly at a younger age mm-hmm. with such a big following oh, I just think Caitlin is jealous Yeah, either not genuine which I don't believe but you know what I mean There's I- she's a fucking Trump head yeah but what I mean is like she's not genuinely trans which I know she is but do you know what I mean as in mm-hmm. like it's not well like I don't I don't know this is going to come across like wrong it's it's not coming out how i want it to be but either caitlin jenner is not genuine or she's just jealous as fuck yeah or both i don't make know it, make it make sense something just doesn't sit right with me about caitlin jenner do you know what i mean no make it make sense please <laughs> yeah it doesn't make sense and i'm delighted for dylan she mm. is stunning and gorgeous and i'm obsessed and i just wish her nothing but the best absolutely so we brought up Caitlyn Jenner, and now we're going to talk about Caitlyn Jenner's stepdaughter. 
So uh, season 12 of American Horror Story has been announced. Who knew that there was life after season 8? <laughs> yeah, not me. Who knew this was still going, apparently? So season 12 is announced. So Emma Roberts is set to return to the series. So she's been series regular in a bunch of the different seasons. Mm-hmm. And someone else is joining the cast. So Ryan Murphy has decided to cast Kim Kardashian in what? American Horror Story Delicate. That is going to be the name of the 12th season. So Emma Roberts and Kim Kardashian are teaming up for a, a series of um, American Horror Story. For some reason, I feel like Kim Kardashian can't act. <laughs> Just for some weird reason. No, she can't. <laughs> What is going on? Oh, That's a bad so... move. <laughs> oh, I suppose we're just going to have to watch it and see now, aren't we? Not that I've ever planned to watch American Horror Story, but now I might have to. Well, yeah, I'm very curious. I mean, it's on its fucking. I mean, it's been on its last leg for a few years now, but Jesus. Mm. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> will she? Will there be a diamond earring involved? That's my question. Ooh, that would be funny. American I Horror just... Story diamond earring. I just want to know how, like, why, why Kim Kardashian is that it was just falling so under that they were like, we need to bring a big name into this. Yeah. Let's pick one of the biggest. Well, She's Sarah not- Paulson left and everyone was like, I think when Sarah Paulson left, everyone's like, we're going with you. Yeah, true. But like, I th- the, the producers are like, she's not an actress, but you know, she's mega famous. Mm-hmm. Pick her. I don't know. <laughs> Again, make it make sense. The Kardashians, Jenners, do not. Okay, so final headline. So we all know the Harry Potter movies ruled our lives for 10 years. They were such an era in time. Um, And those books are, of course, very iconic. It looks yeah. like uh, Max, HBO Max is now Max, uh, is planning a Harry Potter reboot, uh, in inverted commas. Wait, hold on. <laughs> the series... TV series is described as a decade-long faithful adaptation of the books. What? What the fuck? What do you mean a decade-long adaptation? So there's seven books. Yeah. So each season will be one book. Right. So they're going to try to stretch this out over ten years, I guess. Oh, why? We don't. Oh, we don't want the fucking. TV series. We do not want the Harry Potter TV show. We don't want it. We had the movies and they are just fine. Yeah, the movies are perfect. Yeah. Leave the movies alone. Don't make any reboots of the movies. Don't make any re- don't make any TV shows. Mm-hmm. Leave leave it in history. Don't bring <laughs> it into 2023. We don't yeah. want it. We don't need it. There's no way. Mm. So yeah, I I'm not a fan. I'm not oh, I'm not happy about it. No, that's it's actually pissed me off. Yeah. No, get a job, stay away from her. That's all I will say. True, true, true. Job give her any more money. Because <laughs> you know you're gonna have to give her money, so Yeah, sure, we already gave her to her. <laughs> yeah, but don't give her more. Yeah, Beyonce but... wrote Harry Potter, don't talk about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right, okay, so okay, I'm going to let you introduce this week's topic. Well, this week, Evan and I are ready to slay as we delve into the world of vampires and werewolves. 
As if you haven't guessed it already, we'll be talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer as she tries to live a normal life in high school while embracing her responsibilities as the chosen one. So, Evan, what is your history with Buffy the Vampire Slayer? So, I was having this discussion with someone recently. This, um, I'll get into it. Actually, I'll get into this later. So, it was always just on TV when I was growing up. Um, I would just kind of catch run episodes here and there. And then for some reason, I felt like I had seen the whole thing. And we'll get into it later. I felt I feel like I've seen the whole thing, but also not seen the whole thing. Yes. Really weird. I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that in a minute. But yeah, it was always on TV. I obviously knew who Sarah Michelle Geller was because she just is. Also, happy birthday to her. Happy birthday. Aries, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the vampires there is an Aries. Like, just is this like, still Aries season? Yeah. Aries season has gone on for way too long. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, uh, uh, on the 20th of April, I will just become one with the earth, okay? So you don't need to worry about that. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, it's just always on TV. I was always intrigued by it as a kid. Again, I'll get into my kind of I'll get into how I the whole thing. But yeah, that's my history with it. Always on TV, knew of it, knew Sarah Michelle Gather was a big thing, was constantly on, all always around. So what's your history with Buffy Buffet the Vampire Slayer? My history with it is very similar to you. Mm-hmm. It was always on TV. Like I think when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. It was on Sky. Yeah. I think it was, or whatever the equivalent to that channel was. It was always on before The Simpsons, I remember that. Yeah, and I used to love The Simpsons, like, and I've watched Simpsons, like, basically my whole life, which is probably debatable, but that's for a different episode. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Like, whether I should have been allowed, but anyway. um, I remember seeing it come up on, I was under six because I was in my old house, and I still remember this. It came on TV, and it scared the shit out of me. But I was like, she is so cool. And then I used to always be like, I want to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I was just obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But I hadn't seen any proper episodes. Like I never sat down and watched a full one mm-hmm. until in preparation for this. Like I've always just catched up, uh, caught it on TV. Yeah. And then just watched from where it was on. I never caught it at the start, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's my history. So we're going to take it all the way back to 1997 and talk about the very first episode, recap the very first episode of Buffy the Vampire Slater. Are you ready? I'm ready. So uh, at Sunnydale High School, two students break in at night. As they're about to kiss, one of them hears a noise. The boy calls out to see if anyone is in the empty school. The, The relieved girl turns around to reveal her true face as a vampire. So Buffy is tossing and turning in her sleep and wakes up for her first day at a new school. Buffy's mom drops her to school and tells her not to get kicked out. Xander rides up on his skateboard, sees Buffy and falls. He sees Willow and asks her to to tutor him in math. So Willow, Jesse and Xander talk about Buffy. Buffy meets the principal and tries to explain why she's moved schools. She almost tells him uh, about vampires and covers it up. So Buffy bumps into... A student and drops her stuff. Uh, Xander helps her and they make awkward conversation. Buffy has left behind her steak and Xander picks it up. Buffy is in class and has to share a textbook. So Buffy meets Cordelia and she walks her to the library. Cordelia makes fun of Willow. Cordelia invites Buffy to a party. Buffy enters the library and sees an article about a missing boy. So Mr. Giles, the librarian, introduces himself to Buffy. 
She tries to look for school books, but he pulls out a book called Vampire. Two girls talk about Buffy in the locker room and a de- the dead body of the boy falls out of the locker. Buffy introduces herself to Willow and asks her to hang out. Buffy asks for her help on catching up. Uh, Willow tells her about the new librarian uh, when Xander and Jesse come over. Cordelia comes out to check on Buffy and tells them about the dead guy in the locker. Buffy leaves and sees the body with the bite mark on the neck. Buffy talks to Mr. Giles in the library about the dead guy. Buffy explains about how someone uh, becomes a vampire. Mr. Giles explains that Buffy is the chosen one. Buffy says she's retired from saying vampires and shares how being a vampire slayer has affected her life. Xander has uh, been eavesdropping on the whole conversation. So Buffy poses the question, how much evil can exist in Sunnydale? There are vampires hiding under Sunnydale. Uh, Buffy is getting ready to go to the bronze uh, when her mom walks in. Buffy's mom tells her that they can settle they can settle down in Sunnydale. Buffy says uh, she's only going to hang out with the, the lively now. Buffy is walking down the street and someone is lurking behind her. The man looks for Buffy. She hangs upside down and kicks him. He's about to leave and, and says he's a friend and gives Buffy a cross necklace. Buffy is at the bronze and runs into Willow. So she's waiting for Xander and we learn Willow struggles with boys. Buffy tells her to seize the moment. So Buffy sees uh, Giles and goes up to talk to him. She tells him that the harvest is coming and mentions the mystery man. So Jesse tries it on with Cordelia and she rejects him. So Mr. Giles and Buffy try to spot the uh, vampire and she points one out. She sees him talking to Willow and goes to stop him. She breaks a table leg and makes a steak. Uh, Buffy accidentally grabs Cordelia and she says she has to call everyone she's ever met. So Jesse tries it on with Darla, the vampire from, from the beginning of the episode. So the master rises from the blood pool and the other grand va- vampires continue to plot. Uh, Willow and the mystery boy go for a walk and he takes her on a shortcut through a graveyard. Xander runs into Buffy and he mentions the vampire slaying. The mystery man gets her alone and is going to bite her neck. So Darla shows up and they are preparing to eat her. So Jesse has been bitten. Darla changes to her true form and Buffy shows up. Buffy makes fun of them and begins to slay. She stabs the male vampire and begins to fight Darla. Luke grabs Buffy and throws her. Uh, he grabs Darla and she runs away. So Buffy fights him and he knocks her out. Jesse, Xander and Willow all run away and are greeted by other vampires. Luke explains the harvest and how it is to help the master walk along, uh, walk amongst the humans. Buffy uh, wakes up and Luke tries to bite her. The, the episode ends with the to be continued, uh, but this is where the episode is ending for this episode. Maybe we'll touch on it later down the road. Uh, but that was the very first episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode one, part one. one. Yeah. Is what we are covering today. So if anybody's listening to this and they're like, they're not mentioning this because we're doing part one. Okay. Yeah. I want to oh, say... Sorry. Yeah, I want to say, actually, the Buffy fans, they're on par with the Harry Potter fans. Like, how seriously they take it. Yeah, Buffy fans, look, if we uh, if we say anything, we're, we're, we don't mean it. You know, we're not we're not coming for us. We're not coming for anybody in this, okay? Mm-hmm. So please be nice. Please pinch of salt. What? Pinch of salt, please. Yes, pinch of salt. Thank you very much. That would be great. Because, uh, you know, I, just, I can't take another fandom slating us on Twitter. <laughs> I can't take it. Don't want it. Don't want it. Who was the other one? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, I fucking... sorry for as if um, as if that matters. What I just I got shocked that I cursed. Um, 
pentatonics. Oh, right. <laughs> they were mad, mad. They were mean. <laughs> they were mean. Surprisingly, the JLo fans were so lovely. So unbelievably lovely. And I was like, I wasn't expecting that. But um, because I thought that they were going to go hard. So Buffy fans, we love you. Love. We appreciate you. We know that you love this and it means a lot to you. I'm a new Buffy fan. Mm-hmm. I have only fully, like, in full watched this episode. So that's all I can touch on with knowledge. Okay? Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. And I know, like, something. So I'll just bring them whatever. But anyway, let's discuss. <laughs> let's let get into this discussion of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um. So what was... I was going to say this. So this show... Like I said, it feels like I've seen all of it, but then upon coming back to it, and I'm actually really into it now. I'm about to start the second season. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've seen. I feel like I'm watching it for the first time, but also it feels familiar. It's really weird. I got that feeling right, mm-hmm. and I have a theory about this. So, I during the first episode, I was like, and now obviously I have seen a, like bits of it on TV, so I might have seen some of these scenes like true. Mm-hmm through like osmosis of just whatever but I was watching this and I was like I feel like a lot of TV shows we would have watched growing up took a lot of inspiration from Buffy especially Sabrina the Teenage Witch yeah because was there or was there not a Sabrina Teenage Witch episode where she kills a vampire yeah and they think there's a Buffy reference in that Yes, and I think they have a fight in the corridor that's very similar to the one in the school mm. or the library or something like that. And I think that's one of the reasons this show is very familiar because it's one, a lot of shows took a lot of inspiration and referenced Buffy a lot, but two, um, just from kind of seeing little bits of it, you know? Yeah. Well, so honestly, that's, that's I think, I... honestly, I think this is... Better than most things on TV these days. Yeah, I I was watching this and I was like, I can't wait. So I think me and Kevin are going to start watching it mm-hmm. once we finish what we're currently on, which I'll tell you later. But um, <laughs> you have to wait till <laughs> the end for that one. But I think because Kevin has watched it before because I was like, oh, we're doing Buffy. And Kevin was like, oh, that's like Deadly Show. So I was like, hmm, you want to watch it all again with me? So because... I will say it wasn't scary. Yeah. I wasn't freaked out watching it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I read that it gets a bit darker. Mm-hmm. So I might need somebody with me when it gets darker. Well, there you go. I mean, I kind of had this reluctancy to kind of go back to it. Because I would see ever since I got on Disney Plus, I've been with like two years ago, I've been like, oh, I should really, really get into Buffy. But I've had this reluctancy to get back into it because of last. So last year, when I got Paramount Plus, they had Charmed on there. Mm. Charmed is very similar. I would say it's very similar in tone to Buffy. Yeah. Um, And it's just the way, like, when I... I kind of... I got through, like, the 15 episodes in season one of Charmed, which is pretty fair. Mm. And just because it's been a year now, I'm like, oh, if I'm going back, I have to start again. Yeah. And it's just because of how dated it is. Mm. Like, it's very hard. Just Charmed specifically. Well, this is also very dated, but it's just very hard to watch Charmed. Like, but you know, when something's so dated, you're like, I don't yeah. know, I couldn't get my, maybe I just wasn't in the right headspace or something. Maybe. 
this is dated, but it's also not like it's mm-hmm. it's weird. It's kind of like timeless in a way. Yeah, obviously it's not because it, it was like it was it's in nineteen ninety seven, like it was shot in nineteen ninety seven. So like you know, but I think also because we're from. The nineties, like mm-hmm. like we were like one. Yeah, this came out. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and we've always kind of had had it. So that's why I think we feel like it's not as dated as it is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. I think the casting is brilliant. Oh my god, it's unbelievable! It's so good. I actually didn't know Alison Hannigan was in. Yeah, no, I have to say, her accent's kind of shit at the beginning. She's gotten better over the years, though. But, yeah, but she was also, they were also, like, all, like, in their early 20s, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I actually liked Alison Hannigan in the first episode, like, or Willow, should I say. Um, I thought it was, like, she was really good. And, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I'm really, really excited to keep going. I know certain plot points about it. Um... I was going to say, so I was talking to a girl I know. There was this show on in the gaiety called Buffy Revamped. Did you hear about this? Oh, my God. I screenshot this and I was meant to send it to you being like, Evan, we should have rented it. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah. So a girl I know went to Buffy Revamped and I messaged her saying, hey, can you tell me a bit about this? Like, what's going on? Because she's a very big Buffy fan. Yeah. And there's two dates on. So they already did the date in the gate. They're doing two dates in the Olympia in June, but I'm in America, so I can't go. Um, <laughs> uh, so she she wrote back to me and said, hey, Evan, sorry, I didn't see your message till now. Uh, I'm really sad about work at the moment, so I don't think I'll have time to record anything. Voice note. That's, why did I read that? That's not necessary. <laughs> <laughs> she said that the show was really good. Um, he had tons of energy, and he went through all seven seasons. So just to explain that, so Brendan Murphy... He was the star and creator of Buffy Revamped. He also did uh, the one with Gunther, which is like similar, like all 10 seasons of Friends told from the perspective of Gunther. So oh. he does the same thing with Buffy, but he does it from the perspective of Spike. Oh. Um. So he went through all seven seasons. It was just really fun. And if you like Buffy, even better. Um. And then she said, there's actually two dates if you want to go, um, but I can't go. So, oh. I know, I'm kind of sad about that. Hopefully, because it's getting rave reviews. Right, yeah, I saw someone was at that and I screenshot it and I was like, ah, can't believe that was on and like we had already planned to record this and stuff. Mm. But um, I wasn't expecting it to be as long as it was. Yeah, I I wasn't expecting a 45 minute episode, like I was expecting like 28. Yeah. But it was good, like. I I don't think it was like dragged out or anything. No, 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 no. Like it, it, it kind of needed the forty-five minutes. Yeah. But the fact that like this came out in nineteen ninety-seven, it was like a new concept, and um, like they didn't know how it was gonna go, but yet they still made the first two, like the first episode, a two-parter, mm-hmm. a forty-five minutes long each. It's yeah. very um, what's the word? Never ambitious yeah because like it, it, who knew like how it was going to be received you know but like you know it got it got um it got very well received it got very well received people still talk about it and love it 
that's true and like I definitely am gonna get into it and watch it more because watching the first episode I was like this is my th- this is my vibe it's so good yeah this is my vibe yeah no I was uh talking to my mom she's like you watching anything and I was like oh well like, I'm still watching succession slowly yeah. and, um, <laughs> and then she's like oh I, I, I was watching we are doing Buffy on from the pod and I'm really into Buffy now she's like why are you watching that? It's like so old. And I was like, excuse me, it's better than most things on TV. Yeah. Don't shame people for watching old shows. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Like that's dumb. Mm-hmm. My mom watches shows that used to be on in like the 70s. Yeah. And she has a ball. Do you know what I mean? I'd never slag her for that. That's who like young the younger generation, like my niece is 13. That's who she finds shows now. Yeah. You know, yeah, like shows are sh- like there for a reason. Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, obviously they're there for entertainment, but like, I think it's good to go back and watch old shows and kind of get like perspectives of like what people were doing like twenty years ago in regards to like um production and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe that's my nerdy side coming in. I don't know, but I, I liked it. I will say one thing though. Do you know the fighting scene in the crypt? Yeah. <laughs> Fighting's fucking terrible. Oh, it's so bad. The fighting is so bad. I was like, oh, come on, Sarah. The punching sounds. Come on, mom. Try one. Do you know what I mean? The punching sounds and like the jigs. Oh. It's so funny. Oh, <laughs> like that's definitely like dated and like you know the makeup and stuff like that like it's not like as realistic now it's good I'm not saying it's yeah. bad at all but it's just like nowadays yeah when you compare bad. the vampires in this to like the vampires of like I don't know Twilight or like Vampire Diaries yeah very different although I do like that they gave them like young counterparts mm-hmm and like different counterparts, and then they went into their vampire form. Yeah, I did like that. I actually thought that was quite good, to be honest. Mm. I didn't know how to feel about the librarian for a while. Giles. Yeah. He's so familiar. Yeah, I don't know from what though. Oh my god! Oh, why didn't I just go? <laughs> I don't know. I I think I did Google it and I was like, I don't, none of these things that he is in, but yeah, he seems just so familiar. Yeah. Played by. Oh, he's in Ted Lasso. Is he? Oh my God, wait, what? It says here on Google that he's in Ted Lasso. He's Rupert Mannion in Ted Lasso. No, he's not. Yes. But he looks so different. Obviously, well, that was 97. Yeah, but I feel like he looks older in 97 than Rupert does now. He looks well. He's kind of hot, like. <laughs> No, am I wrong? <laughs> he's, he's an attractive man, but you just said he was creepy a minute ago. Yeah, he's creepy and buffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Ah, Murphy. How are they the same man? <laughs> no, Evan, I have a little thing. I'm going to take a picture of what I'm looking at on Google Images. Yeah. And I'm going to show you. How is this? I love Ted Lasso. Yeah. As you, you know, I'm I'm literally watching the first season. Me and Kevin actually watched the new episode of Ted Lasso while I was curling my hair for Paramore last night. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm obsessed. But, like, come here. How is he? Oh, my God. Okay. Him. Do okay, you now what... I see where you're coming from because I haven't seen Ted Lasso. Dear Jesus. That's what I'm in shock. That is fine wine right there. Very fine wine that is. I am genuinely very fine wine that is. I am baffled. Oh, that's actually the best thing I've ever seen. I can't like I never in a million years would have guessed that mm-hmm. at all ever ever ever. Like when I say I am in utter shock. <laughs> Oh, it's insane. How can a human change so much? <laughs> I know it was like 20 odd years ago or whatever, like, but still. Mm. Wow. <laughs> that is shocking. Oh, my gosh. Alison Hannigan went on to have a brilliant... Well, they kind of all did. Alison Hannigan specifically and Sarah Michelle together, of course. Yes. Now, Alison Hannigan has had like one of the greatest careers out of everybody in this show. Yeah. Of course she has. Like, do you know, she came straight off this in 2003 and then went straight into How I Met Your Mother in 2005. Yeah. So. And she's also in the American Pie movies. Yeah. Yes. That's how I, um, that's how I ever properly first came across her. It was from American Pie. It used to be on, um, they used to be on RT2 on TV3 late at night. Yeah, how old are you watching American Pie? Oh, like literally eleven or something. Too young. Too, oh, way too young. Like I, don't, I had no supervision as a child. Yeah. Genuine no supervision. Like, I, I used to watch Sex and City with my mom. Oh and yeah, and then she, she, she oh, yeah, you said it on the Sex and City episode. She cover her eyes <laughs> at the the Rudy Doody bits. Yeah, she'd be like, cover your eyes and ears. <laughs> I used to watch Big Brother with me mom when I was like two or something or three. Every child did that, and the parents didn't care. But when it was anything else, <laughs> and like then again, and then my mom be like, "Close your eyes and ears if something like was coming up weird. Like there's gonna be loads of f bombs or whatever." Yeah. But um, oh, what was I gonna say? I'm just on the deck. Like, oh, is married to a coaster. From Buffy. Oh, yeah, I read uh, that earlier. Alexi something? Alexis Denisoff, mm-hmm. who played, um, he played, I can't remember, I can't remember. Oh, I have it here. Uh, primarily known for playing Wesley Wyndham Price in the television yes. series Buffy the Vampire Slayer and its spin off Angel. Yes. That's insane. Yeah. And Buffy, and you can find love on Buffy. Has Buffy brought people together? Well, yeah, I has to have. Yeah. Has to have. Like everything's brought like people together. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I know. I want to know, did anyone meet 
did anyone fall in love through Buffy? <laughs> did anyone have a Buffy themed wedding? Also, if you have a Buffy themed wedding, invite me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a cool wedding, to be fair. It's better than the Disney weddings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything's better than like a full blown Disney adult. Like um, a Disney adult who like like me, I'm a d I'm technically Disney adult. I enjoy Disney. Mm-hmm. I will go to see any Disney film. Mm-hmm. I'm happy, more than happy. I I will I would love to ever have the opportunity to go to any of the parks. I'll wear the Mickey ears. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll dress yeah. like like Minnie Mouse. Mm-hmm. But like people that dedicate their lives to Disney as an adult, like dedicate, like all they do is like save up and go to parks and buy the merch and wear the clothes and you know what I mean, like the extremes. Yeah, they scare me. I know. Anybody that's too into something like that kind of scares me a little bit. Like into anything. Somebody that's too into anything kind of scares me. Well, I... No, like real into it. Like like their whole life revolves around one thing. Okay, well, well I'm an Aries. I kind of... <laughs> when I love something, I get obsessed. But not like to that extent. You're, no, you're not. Because I called you out for it. Where you get obsessed with stuff. That's fine. I'm obsessed with stuff. But mm-hmm. like you know the lines. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I'm fucking going to Disneyland three times a year and wearing Mickey, wearing very Mickey Mouse ears, shoot me. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> no offense to any Buffy uh, stands who are also Disney adults. No hate. I want to know. Can we meet that person? Because I want to know where what the line is there. Please don't bully us if this <laughs> you. But also please reach out um at Make It a Podcast on Instagram or Twitter. You'll find that again at the end of the episode, just in case you forget. But please reach out, <laughs> or if you know anybody like that, if somebody knows anybody like that, reach out. Let us know about them. We want to know. Mm. But uh, um, what are you gonna say? I don't know. Oh, I had a fun fact about the school. They, so it's shot in like a real high school. Oh. So Torrance High School. Where is this? I'm gonna bring this up here. I was. Torrance High School in California. So it's actually a very famous high school. Um, so it was actually the high school used if to film Beverly Hills 90210. Oh. As well as one of my favorite movies, She's All That. Oh. And Sarah Michelle Geller has a cameo on She's All That because I think they were filming Buffy at the same time. And who was in She's All That but her husband, Freddie Prince Jr. Ah. And then they went down to be in Scooby-Doo together because, yes. And now they're married. And now they're married and she looks incredible. She always has. Mm -hmm. But she looks like extra incredible. I agree. I know. I was looking at the fashion in this first episode. It's kind of iconic. back around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has. A hundred percent has. Like, uh, that's what I mean by I don't think think it's stated anymore. Mm -hmm. The fashion has come back. Like, Mm -hmm. The, the wit has come back. The humour is there. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't really fault it at all. I know. I love it. And I'm so excited to continue and go on this. Let's, let's go on the journey with Buffy, I guess. Oh, my God. Pedro Pascal is in Buffy. Oh, yeah. And so is Amy Adams before they were, like, mega famous. No way. That's gas. Yeah. So Buffy has launched careers. Fair. Because so many people have gotten into TV writing because of Buffy. They've gotten into academics because of Buffy. Like, there's all these 
like scholarly journals and books and things like I'm going to touch on it in the success and legacy in a moment um but yeah. it's just like <laughs> I mean if your show has that kind of impact something's going right mm-hmm. that's true yeah you've done something right like mm. I don't think I have any more to say about this and if we do we'll just work it in as per usual uh so next up I'm uh just getting here so yeah success and legacy of Buffy the Vampire Slayer so we have to start off this one Buffy the Vampire Slayer has an 85% rating on Rotten Tomatoes which means that is higher than rent it is higher than rent so the show ran for seven seasons reached between four and six million viewers per episode wow wouldn't get those numbers now Sarah Michelle Gellar nominated for the Golden Globe Series won a Critics' Choice Award and two Emmy Awards. Show got the spin-off uh, Angel, which ran mm-hmm. for five seasons. And many graphic novels and video games of the series have been released. So now on to the legacy, because what a legacy it is. So National Public Radio describes Buffy as having a special following among academics, some of whom have staked a claim in what they call Buffy Studies. Though not widely recognised as a distinct discipline, the term Buffy Studies is commonly used amongst the peer-reviewed academic Buffy-related writings. The topic can be undertaken as a part of a master's degree in cult film and TV at Brunel University in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, examples of explored themes in Buffy Studies include gender studies, pop culture studies, media studies, family studies and aesthetics. The popularity of Buffy has led to websites, online discussion forums, works of Buffy fan fiction and several unofficial fan-made productions. Uh, so the Buffy revamped, of course. Buffy has uh, been referenced in other works of pop culture, such as Saturday Night Live, Friends, The Simpsons, Xena Warrior Princess, Charmed, Smallville, Gilmore Girls, Will and Grace, the list goes on. Uh, Robert Moore of Pop Matters also expressed the themes, uh, the these sentiments writing, TV was not art before Buffy, but it was afterwards, suggesting that it was responsible for repopularizing long story arcs on primetime television. So these post-Buffy shows include Dead Like Me, Joan of Arcadia, True Calling, Veronica Mars, and Teen Wolf. Brian Fuller, the creator of Dead Like Me, said that Buffy showed that young women could be in situations that were both fantastic and relatable. Instead of shunting women uh, off to the side, it puts them at the centre. It's also made a few best of best of lists. So 41st on TV Guide's 50 Greatest TV Shows of All Time. Second on Empire's 50 Greatest TV Shows of All Time. Uh, listed in Time Magazine's 100 Best TV Shows of All Time, including... Uh, ranks seven in TV Guide's the great sixty greatest sci-fi shows of all time, and in uh, ranked number two on Entertainment Weekly's fifty best teen shows of all time. Well, so that is insane. It did do insanely well, like, mm. and for a reason. Because it's so good. Yeah, and iconic. And iconic. So next up, we're going to play a little game. So this is called Could Buffy Slay Her? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to list some fictional vampires from other works of media. And we have to decide if Buffy could slay them or not. Okay. So uh, you might need to get Google Images up. Um, Okay. Okay. Do you need a minute? Um, Do, do, do. Go for it. Okay, so the first one on the list is Alice Cullen from Twilight. 
as Cullen Twilight. So, could Buffy, Buffy slay her? her? Ooh, she's cool. Um, yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Next up is Juliet from Wizards of Waverly Place. Played by Bridget Mender from Good Luck Charlie and Lemonade Mouth. Also, oh, happy yeah. anniversary to Lemonade Mouth. <laughs> oh, happy anniversary. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, and I've heard... Did they run like a revi- rival sandwich shop to the Wizards one? Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, Buffy could slay her. Yeah, Buffy could slay her. Yeah. She broke Justin's heart. She did. She bitch. <laughs> Next up, she's an absolute fucking head wreck, and I hated this bitch as a kid. Mona Parker from Mona the Vampire. <gasps> oh, I hated her. Mona the Vampire? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, you've just brought back so many memories. <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. I was obsessed with this show. I used to love it. I, you, no, she couldn't slay her. She couldn't, she couldn't, did she? No, nope. Mona will win all day, everybody. Mona's, I'm going to disagree with you there. I think she could slay her, and I think she should, because Mona's a bitch. No, she's not. Mona's lovely. Leave her alone, her little no, she was. She was such a pick-me. Her little backer. No, she was so annoying. No, she's not. She's lovely. I love her. Right, next up. Uh, So, she's played by Lady Gaga. It is none other than the Countess from American Horror Story Hotel. I mean, I've seen this, so I'm going to say Buffy couldn't slay her because she was murdering that right and centre. I'm going to have a look at her first. Um, ooh. Yeah. I think she'd give her a good go, though. I think mm-hmm. she could get her. She would have a good fight. Yeah. So you think Buffy could slay her? Yeah. Okay. I believe in Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag I believe in Buffy. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag I back Buffy. <laughs> so next up is Damon Salvatore from The Vampire Diaries, played by Ian Summerhalder. Girls. <laughs> I don't find him um, very hot. I think he's a very attractive man. I don't find him hot, though. What's that from again? Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. I didn't watch this, so I have no... Neither have I. Like, the feelings towards... um, uh, Buffy is slaying him all day, every day. Honestly. All day, every day. Uh, so next up we have The Count from Sesame Street. Oh, no. I think she could. He was just trying to... He was just really... Yeah, I, like, I mean, he's a puppet. <laughs> Excuse you, what? What are you telling me right now? He's a puppet. I'm going to walk out of here. He's material. No, you have no proof. <laughs> He's a material girl. Material girl. <laughs> um, yeah, she's saying him. Yeah, 100%. Uh, next up, I mean, there's a few different iterations of Dracula, but I went for the one from Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> I love Hotel Transylvania. Um. Oh, 
I don't want her to slay him. Yeah, I'm going to say no because Adam Sandler. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say no because <laughs> um, he's wholesome. yeah, can't win them all, Buffy. No, So next up is never. Count Burns from The Simpsons Tree Has a Power episode. So Mr. Burns is a vampire. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. He is frail. Exactly. Snap like a twig. You wouldn't even need to put stage to his heart. Next up, uh, played by Megan Fox, Jennifer Check from Jennifer's Body. Big question mark about whether she's a vampire or not online. A lot of discourse on that. Have you watched it? I think once. Uh, so I'm going to say Buffy could slay her, and I hope she would. Oh. I don't think she could. Really? Yeah. Why not? I just don't think she could. Okay. Just Fair. by the look and 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 stuff, she just seems badass. One hundred percent. So, um, next up is Morbius from the terrible movie starring Jared Leto. Yep. Yep, one hundred percent. Please, <laughs> Buffy, slay him. Please, slay Please, him. Buffy, please. So, final one. Say the best for last. Question mark. Uh, Edward Cullen from Twilight. Yeah, absolutely not a doubt in my mind. Yeah, soft boy. Yeah, now I don't know if she'd get Bella now, but Edward, yeah. I know, she, is she technically a vampire? Yeah, she is in the four end of the third movie. Yeah, Buffy could get her. Yeah, Buffy could get her. I think a rock could get her. <laughs> oh, so, that was a fun little game called Could Buffy Slay Her? Now we're going to see if Katie can slay this pop quiz. Uh, because school is in session, it's a pop quiz all about Buffy for Katie. So these can be multiple choice if you want. I will do the very best. This was very hard to put together, by the way. I'd say so. Yeah. So question one, what year did Buffy premiere? Nineteen That is correct. Question two, what is the name of the town in Buffy? ninety-seven. Oh shit. Oh, how did I oh, and I had something to say about the name of it as well. <sighs> Rib Oh, I'm just gonna shot in the dark. Um something Dale. Dale is right. Okay, do you, it's not Riverdale. No, but it reminds me of Riverdale and I was a bit triggered. Um <laughs> I'm just this is wrong, but Kingsdale. Sunnydale. Sun I was gonna say Summerdale. Summerdale. Because summer is summer's is Buffy's last name. Oh right! Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, question three. What is the name of Buffy's love interest? Damn. You do you need a multiple choice? Yeah, that would be great. Okay, so there is um Xander, Hmm. there's Willow, Yeah. there's Angel, Yeah. and there's Spike. Angel. It is Angel. Okay. So uh yeah, no good. So question four, who plays Willow? Um, Alison, I, I have to say her name about eight times. I forgot. Starts with H. All I can think of is Alison Hammond.
<laughs> Which it wasn't. Addison. Um, I forgot. Addison Hannigan. Oh, yeah. I was trying I, to have a good hint for that, and I couldn't think of one. I fully... We love you, Miss Hannigan. <laughs> I know, just um, kicked at me now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... um. I have genuinely said that woman's name so many times in this episode, and I forgot. I know. This is why we do this to show you what my brain is like. <laughs> okay. Uh, question five: What is the name of the librarian? Rupert Giles. Yes, it is. <laughs> question six: This is multiple choice. So, what name do Buffy and her friends refer to themselves in season two? Is it the Scooby Gang? The A team, the Avengers, or the X Men? What? I'm going to say the A team. No, it's actually the Scooby Gang, which is funny. I was like, there's no way, because <laughs> obviously, you know. I guess, yeah, but then <laughs> look what happened. <laughs> well, they preempted that. So, question seven Who falls off their skateboard when they see Buffy for the first time? Xander. Xander. Uh, what is the name of the Buffy spin-off? Angel. That is correct. True or false? Buffy is based off a 1992 film of the same name. Correct. That is true. And question 10. How many Emmys has Buffy won? Two. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's a shock to me. That's, I mean, you went to a rough patch, you picked it up. <laughs> I don't know how I blew through the end of that, to be honest. <laughs> that, that, was, that was like, you know, in a movie where they're doing terrible. And then it's like, doing so bad. And it's just like, they just bring it back. They just oh, it's like the math lead scene from Mean Girls. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. I was a math lead there. <laughs> um, so next up, we're going to put Buffy on our pop scale. We're going to rank Buffy the Vampire Slayer out of five based on how much we like it, its place in pop culture. Katie, what do you give Buffy? Okay, because I haven't seen it all and I will watch it all and I do really like it and it's really popular. I'm going to give it a four. Mm-hmm. It just hasn't reached full five for me and I don't have that nostalgia or like connection to it so far. So I can't really mm-hmm. delve into the five, but I'm giving it a solid four and I really like it and it has a such... A big place in pop culture. So mm-hmm. what about you? So I I don't want to give it the full five because I'm, I'm just starting to get invested. Yeah. Um, I, I'd give it the full five just based on its impact alone. Mm. But overall, I think we'll go for a four and a half. Okay. Okay, pretty high. So one, just because I think it's better than anything on TV nowadays. Yeah. I think it's such good writing. It's so just an amazing story. It's really cool. Sarah Michelle Geller, she's an Aries. Um, <laughs> she's amazing. Oh, she's wonderful. Uh, the fans, I mean, they love it. It's yeah. inspired uh, all these. It's, you know, it's, it has a place in education it's as well good. as, you know, different things. And it's, it's truly had an impact on culture alone. Mm. So, yeah, for that, four and a half for Buffy on this one. Wow. So next up, we're going to talk about what's popping, meaning what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? So believe it or not, I'm back watching Succession. No way! Yeah, me and Kevin started it like months ago. 
mm-hmm. like before Christmas. Yeah. And I found season one really hard to get into. Yeah, I don't blame you on that one. I think we're on like episode mm, eight, seven mm-hmm. or eight. Mm-hmm. Now we've just finished it. It's the one where they go to New Mexico. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, we're on. We just finished that episode like literally before I came up to record this. Mm-hmm. And um, that was like the best episode so far this season. Mm-hmm. So I'm going back down to watch it after we finish recording. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I just I'm finding it hard to get into. But um, I've heard so many good things about the newest season. Yeah. So I'm just, and we have not really else to watch. So Kevin's like, it's well, a slow burner. It's slow yeah. burner succession. I'm, I started a month ago. I'm only on season two. Yeah. Yeah. It is like, it took us a long time, but we're starting to get into it now. So hopefully we blow through it. Other than that, what is popping with me? Ted Lasso, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, My usual podcast, My Therapist Ghosted Me, Unpopular Opinion. Shag Married Annoyed, Not My Bag, Saving Grace. Um, <laughs> the list goes on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, Paramore, I suppose, mm-hmm. because of the Paramore concept. Block Party. Yeah. Who are amazing, and I only proper listen to them for the first time. At Paramore, um, very good. 10 out of 10, would recommend to a friend. And I think that's everything that's been popping with me because I've just been so busy this week. What about you? Well, Buffy, of course, yes. love it. Uh, Succession, still love that. The theme yeah. song to the Succession slaps. And I will have no rebuttals on this. Yeah, um, Yeah, usual podcasts. Uh, I, do I need to mention them? They're kind of similar to yours, but there's a few other ones sprinkled in there. Yeah. Um. What else is there? Uh, there's a new song release today by uh, Lauren Spencer Smith, Gail, and M. Behold called Fantasy, which absolutely slaps. Hmm. Uh, Paramore uh, concert. Hmm. Went to the Mini Web concert. That was amazing. Went to Celebrity Memoir Book Club podcast show. You did. And that was really, really funny and such a fun experience. Good. Um, yeah, uh, just a bunch of different things. And going to Ava Max on Monday. So, yeah, that as well. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast. You can give us a little review on Apple Podcasts and a little rating on Spotify if you so wish. And if any of your family and friends need anything else to listen to, send them our away they can find us anywhere they get the podcasts and also if you do regularly listen to our podcast and you don't follow us maybe throw that follow button on so you get up-to-date um uploads from us thank you okay so we have absolutely slayed the fuck out of this episode yes we did (laughs) and we will continue to slay next week bye